0: with your favourite podcast, Schlagevännerna. As always, my name is Emil Löfström and I'm so happy and honoured to be doing this. In these shows called Eurovision Legends, I'm talking to people who have meant something special to the Eurovision Song Contest, artists we will never forget and stories that's just waiting to be told. Today's guest fled to Mill Street in Ireland from Sarajevo in ruins together with his band and represented and Herzegovina in the first song as a new country. Still today, I remember how worried I was about the war as a little child, although growing up in a safe Sweden and of what happened in former Yugoslavia. I hope our talk won't be a downer, even though we're going to talk about the brutality that took place in Bosnia and Herzegovina. The lyrics of the song, of course, dealt with this, so let us introduce today's guest by playing an extract of the song Svabol <laughs> Hi, and welcome to the Eurovision Legends, Mohamed Faslagic.
1: Thank you, Emil, for the invitation to your show. I'm really pleased that I'm going to be able, I mean, you know, to say a few words about our uh, performance in 1993, and uh, I have to uh, admit uh, I'm surprised with the excellent pronunciation of the title of the song and of my last name.
0: Oh, wonderful. In 92, Bosnia and Herzegovina declared its independence from Yugoslavia. Before we talk about your song and how you ended up in the Bosnian preselection, can you please bring us back to the situation in early '93?
1: Uh, basically, uh, uh, after the Bosnia held a referendum for independence, as all six republics in former Yugoslavia did. Our neighboring countries didn't like the uh, decision of the majority of the citizens of Bosnia, and it started brutal aggression in early April of 1992. So Sarajevo got under siege. We were trying to defend our city, I mean, you know, with all means, although we didn't have uh, much of the tools, I mean, you know, to, to defend them, I mean, you know, in a physical sense, Bosnia. So basically what we decided, uh, uh, I'm talking about this artist community in Sarajevo, we decided to kind of transcend our internal feelings to start making songs that they are talking about a little bit suffering, a little bit love and a little bit uh, love for our country. And basically, message was uh, the same that we wanted a peace. We didn't want to be people who are glorifying, I mean, you know, violence or something uh, like that. And basically, that's how we started making songs uh, during the war. Since Bosnia got admitted, I mean, you know, to the United Nations in May 1992, automatically our national television became part of the Eurovision uh, family. So as such, we were able to send our representative to the Eurovision Song Competition in 1993. And uh, basically, we held competition in a basement of the, of the national television. I believe it was early February. 46 songs came in, and then the jury selected, I believe, 12 songs were all basically pop stars in, in, in Bosnia were participating in it. So I was, I believe, the youngest competitor, but I had really strong uh, team of authors who made the song Svabol Sveta. And basically, uh, we were lucky enough to win that competition by the landslide.
0: Can we go back here? Because I want to ask you, the song is written by Dino Merlin. And what was the name of the other guy that wrote the lyrics? His
1: name is Fahruddin Pezza, because uh, we call him Pezza. It's, it, it's much easier, yeah.
0: Yeah. And Dino Merlin who is one of the greatest artists and composers in the Balkan region and who by we far,
1: by yes. far no question about
0: it. Yeah. Yeah, and who we Eurovision fans remember well from Putnici in 99 and this amazing song from 2011.
1: If you take this life from me today.
0: But tell me, how did vieta reach you?
1: Basically, we, we were sitting, I mean, you know, p- prior uh, of the info that Bosnia would even participate in Bosnia. I was sitting with Pezza, and at the time, my girlfriend fled the country maybe two or three months prior to the, uh, to the Eurovision song competition. So basically, I was asking Pezza to put together lyrics for the song that is describing this uh, phenomenon of separation how much we were missing each other. So basically this song was designed at the beginning as a letter to the loved ones outside of the Bosnia who were fortunate enough to, to escape. It's it's a love story in a really strange condition and circumstances.
0: So you know Dino in 93 well? No,
1: I knew Dino, I knew Dino from eighties. Uh, I mean, you know, we were friends, we were going skiing. Dino was playing soccer or actually football i mean you know for the same club i did uh, fk sarajevo artist community in bosnia uh, prior to the war and i believe it's the same today uh, was really close i mean you know we were hanging out with each uh, other it was uh, one coffee shop called estrada i mean you know on the banks of the Miljacka river where we would go every single day and uh, drink a coffee so basically i mean you know, we were good friends and uh, Petsa kind of said, I mean, I'm going to make lyrics and then I'm going to take these lyrics to Dino to see I mean, you know, if he can make uh, uh, music for this. And that's basically how it all started.
0: The pre-selection in Bosnia 93 was a little different using only video clips of the songs.
1: It can wasn't you... actually video clips. I, I, I'm uh, sorry to, to, to correct you on that one. We had an actual competition. We had actual, actual performance. Just performance was uh, uh, in a basement of the of the of the national TV, and all twelve uh, performances uh, were held live on the TV. Only thing we had to do it basically we were trying to kind of be a little bit deceptive and, and trying to disguise, to disguise an aggressor, so we didn't show it live. I mean, you know, we show it like day after because during the uh, showing of Eurovision Song competition in in, in Bosnian actually competition, we were at that time running across the airport runway. So basically, while the aggressor was thinking that we are performing live on a a Bosnian uh, TV studio, we were running across the airport trying to break out of the siege.
0: Okay, so they sent the video clips of the show... The day later. The day later. Yeah. Uh, You won, and among those that you beat were Alma who went on to win in 94 and 97. Goodbye! Davorin Popovich, who became yep. the representative in ninety five. <laughs> confident that you would win from start or what's the surprise
1: absolutely not confident because i mean Davor is one of my idols he was my mentor i mean probably he's the biggest ever in a bosnian history so basically when you are kind of shoulder to shoulder with a with a, such a great performance like Davor is edom ulhalilovic uh bent code uh jeric alma charge who is amazing singer and an amazing friend to be honest with you I didn't even think about winning the competition, but I, had, I was confident that our song is going to be well received in, in, a, in a Bosnian I mean, you know, community with the Bosnian fans. But when, uh, when voting started, I mean, you know, it was clear, I believe, after a couple of minutes that we're going to win hands down.
0: Can you tell us about your voyage to Ireland? The the Swedish commentator told the viewers that the entire delegation didn't make it to Mill Street. Is it possible to describe what happened?
1: Yeah, sure. That is correct. I mean, you know, in order to break out of the siege of Sarajevo, you had to run across the airport runway, approximately, I believe, about 1,200 meters. I mean, you no, know, kilometer and 200 meters. So basically not everybody since uh, th- that airport was under the control of the UNPROFOR for United Nations forces they would wouldn't allow people to run outside uh, of the Sarajevo and break out of the siege so uh, in a process, we got cut i mean you know a couple times and they would uh, put those people in the military transporters and they would bring them back to the starting point that's basically what happened to me. I was successful from the, my second attempt i mean you know in my group couple people were successful from the third or fourth attempt and a couple people couldn't make it. so our conductor Esadador Talic, couldn't make it out of the siege so we were forced I mean you know uh, and we are really thankful to use uh, Irish conductor, who conducted with orchestra uh, when we were in in Mill Street? So we were not able, I mean, you know, to have our own conductor. I don't know if you are, if you remember, but uh, in order for us to get to Mill Street, first we had really difficult voyage. We uh, traveled by foot, I mean, you know, to the Croatian border for 48 hours. It was really difficult. We had to go over the mountains, high cars. I mean, you know, just to to get to the border. From the border, from the Croatian border, it was much easier because we were able to board the bus and come to Zagreb. Then we had to go to Ljubljana, Slovenia for a qualifying competition where uh, 12 countries uh, applied for that competition. Only three could make it uh, to real Eurovision Song competition because at that year we had so many independent new countries in Europe. So they decided, I mean, all the countries to send three. Fortunately, we were successful. We ended up second at, at that qualifier. And we made it to the uh, island when we came to ireland uh, i have to say irish people were so hospitable and they were so nice and kind to us but it was maximum security situation basically i couldn't move without bodyguards i believe i had four i mean you know at the time rest of the band had about 10 every single rehearsal we had to or or when we were waking media we had to go with a with a helicopter it was kind of mixed motions you were still kind of under siege, under maximum security, because people obviously were concerned about our welfare. At the same time, they were so nice to us wherever we would appear. I mean, you know, it was unbelievable. I've heard from
0: interviews that you said you don't only need food for the stomach, you even need food for the soul. Is that why you had so much courage to, to make this trip?
1: I think, I mean, you know, story about my courage is kind of blown out of proportion a little bit. And I'm going to tell you why. Yeah. Because when you are under siege on a daily basis, we were under such a terrible shellings, I mean, you know, and grenades. And everything. I believe, I mean, on you know, average day in Bosnia was about 4,000 grenades. That was everywhere around us. So basically, I mean, you know, for us to escape the siege, to break out of the siege and run across the airport, it was nothing comparing to what the people in Bosnia were suffering and in Syria, I mean, you know, and we were not in the trenches. I mean, you know, we were not in the hospitals dealing with the wounded people and, and so forth. So I don't think, I mean, you know, the big uh, courage, I mean, you know, deal from us. We just wanted to represent our country because our existence was denied by the neighboring countries, I mean, you know, who had aspiration to take over our country. And also we wanted to bring kind of our message to the living rooms of the people, knowing that Eurovision Song Competition is so well uh, watched, I mean, you know, across the Europe. And we just wanted, I mean, you know, to make sure that as big audience can hear our story as is possible.
0: I have spoken to Olia and Angela from the Croatian group PUT. Uh-huh. And I asked how the feeling between the three delegations from the former Yugoslavian
1: countries was. They said you had a great time together. I, I'm going to uh, tell you one thing. We have to make this distinction between uh, delegations and performance. Obviously, I mean, you know, uh, Croatian delegation had an agenda. They didn't give us any points. I mean, you know, when we were, uh, exactly. uh, when we were in uh, Mill Street or when we were in, uh, in Slovenia. in
0: a... on Mill Street.
1: Yeah. They also, I mean, you know, used every single opportunity. I'm just talking about uh, head of delegation and about delegation that uh, that was taking the uh, band Putakas to Slovenia and to Ireland. So basically they were kind of hostile to, toward us and they were denying our existence as a country. And uh, they did everything possible to make sure that we do not go to Mill Street. But there was a kind of solidarity between us. We had a great time. Uh, we treated each other really well. I mean, you know, we had some fun times and, and and I would appreciate, I mean, you know, if people make distinction between performance and the delegation management uh, part of delegation of Croatia.
0: If you go back to qualificatia Sam Street, I wonder, because it's very generally thought to have been the victim of foul play because each of the seven participants received exactly one top mark from another country and each jury consisted of one single person. Did you feel that something was wrong or was it simply some incredible, exciting voting?
1: I, I know it from the very beginning because uh, a lady uh, who was head of the Croatian delegation, Ms. Xenia Orlicic, suggested to me, acting like he was in a friendly manner, to, to wear a green jacket on the stage. And uh, the green jacket is kind of symbolized with the, with the Muslims. So basically, I mean, you know, I just knew it, it, it was uh, something, I mean, you know, to be played later on, after I perform in a green jacket. I did perform in a green jacket, I mean, you know, because our uh, stylist decided so. But first question, I mean, you know, from the Croatian journalist was why did you wear your green jacket? Referring like, I mean, you know, I, w- I wanted to represent just Muslims. So my answer basically was, I mean, you know, I was confident we're going to win this competition. And since Ireland is a country of the, of the Atlantic green, I wanted to send a message to the Irish people we are coming.
0: Do you remember anything special that happened during the week in Mill Street that we viewers didn't get to see?
1: Uh, basically we had a one party. I mean, you know, with the Johnny Logan, we all got wasted. That was amazing. <laughs> also, we received a telegraph from the Bonavox and YouTube wishing us good luck. As you know, I mean, you know, Bonavox was really instrumental in helping the Basian people during the war and uh, during the our fight for independence and recognition. So that was really a co- cool thing. And it was really, I mean, you know, this security, it was I don't know, I mean, you know, probably the the, the maximum security ever seen in a a Eurovision song competition, but it was really nice.
0: You finished 16th, 12 points from Turkey and scattered points from Ireland, Malta and France, etc. Were you disappointed?
1: Not at all. I mean, you know, we knew that the first time in Eurovision song competition, we couldn't expect anything more, I mean, you know. Also, we were concerned, uh, uh, we were half jokingly saying, God forbid, if we win, where are we going to hold our competition? Because, I mean, all uh, cities of Sarajevo was in ruins. But we knew, I mean, for for, uh, the country to, to start doing well in a Eurovision Song competition, that it was more process than event. So we knew, I mean, you know, four or five uh, representatives had to kind of build reputation for the country, to for that country to be recognized. We are really appreciative of Turkey giving us 12 points. Uh, like you said, I mean, Ireland gave us points, and uh, but we didn't think about winning the competition. We just wanted to participate. We wanted to be there and we wanted to tell our story. I mean, you know, from our experience, we didn't want to deal anymore with the filter story. I mean, you know, that they were coming from the media outlets.
0: Apart from your own song, did you have any favorites from
1: 93? I liked the Greek song. I believe it was performed uh, by Katarina Garbi. (laughs) Also, the winning song was amazing. And uh, I like the French song. I believe it was called Mama Corsica.
0: Yes. Mama Korsika,
1: It was kind of a solidarity among the among the performance, and I have to say we were treated more than kindly by everybody.
0: Wonderful. Have you been approached to compete again since then?
1: A couple times, but to be honest with you, if if nobody else wouldn't, I mean, you know, I would go. But kind of my attitude toward uh, Eurovision Song Competition was. I did my part, and it's a time for better-looking people, better singers and younger people, I mean, you know, to have their chance, because Eurovision Song Competition is well-known as a springboard for a, for a future. I, mean, you know. I was fortunate enough. I grew up in the same neighbourhood with a gentleman who represented Yugoslavia in 1973. <laughs> ¶¶ Who is probably the biggest star in the Balkans? He represented Yugoslavia and we lived in the same neighborhood. I mean, you know. So basically, he kind of explained uh, the, the roadmap to success to me while I was a young singer, and even didn't think, I mean, you know, I would have opportunity to go to Eurovision Song Competition. So I was grateful for that. I kind of knew, I mean, you know, what to expect from his experience that he told me. So when opportunity kind of was there, I jumped on it. But uh, he said, I mean, you know, there is no reason to go multiple times to the university. Do it right and it's enough.
0: But when you have been offered to compete for Bosnia, can you tell us whether sp- any special songs Oh, uh, I
1: mean, you know, I, I have on a daily basis, even, I mean, you know, a couple of days ago, I have authors, Bosnian authors approaching me to, to uh, do the songs. It was the same in 1999. So basically in 1999 uh, I decided not to compete, I decided just to be a guest performer, because two of my really, three actually, of my really good friends who, did, uh, who were authors for, for uh, my first album competed, so I didn't want to compete with them. It was Hari Matahari who did the amazing song song uh, Staracimore. <laughs> I, I remember. I mean, you know, we had problems, uh, some problems with that uh, song that Hari Matahari performed. He was disqualified. Then Dina Merlin went uh, to Israel with the song Putnitz. So basically, 1999, I didn't want to compete against my friends.
0: And what happened to that song? Which song? That you've been offered to, uh, to sing in 1999. Oh, I I did record that song
1: uh, called Zelenarija. Zelenarija na menecjek mm-hmm. za moja raja i stunces do sija cijeli onaj ni I love this song. Yeah, Zelena Rijeka is the song I was offered. I just didn't want to compete against my friends. So we hold them, we, we put it aside for a couple of years and then we made that song and, and it was successful. Since 2010, I don't perform because I decided to complete my uh, academic education. I went to the doctoral program at University of Louisville in applied sociology. So those four, four or five years, I really devoted, I mean, you know, just to, to study. And then later on, uh, somehow I, I, I start getting into politics. I start uh, advising some Bosnian political figures. And uh, basically right now, uh, I don't think I'm going to actively perform anymore. But if some special occasions, I mean, you know, I was invited uh, to perform uh, in Netherlands on April 10th uh, prior to the Eurovision Song competition that was supposed to be held this year there. They invited 10 uh, performance that they had significant footprints of the Eurovision Song as a whole. Unfortunately, this coronavirus, I mean, you know, messed up all our plans. So I were not, I was not able to perform this year but if opportunity like that i mean you know present itself i'm always going to jump on it but i don't think i can be touring musicians anymore
0: i would also like to talk about another song uh, fasla have recorded umri bidanisam saisko <laughs> uh, and i'll guess that m- most of my listeners now have no clue of what song i'm talking about so here's a small preview umri
1: bidanisam saisko malosreli yadoda rekodi That song was done in in probably half an hour from the one gas station to the studio. We f- finalized that song and we just went into studio. I mean and recorded and it was I mean you know hit. It was it was very successful parody. We just wanted to make a, a fun and it turned out I mean you know it was more than that.
0: What's your own favorite of Faslas songs?
1: Uh, you, now you are asking mother which uh, child she likes. <laughs> 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 she, she, I think my first song I ever recorded, that's the one song that I sang in Ljubljana. It's called Kisharushi Grad. That's the song that Dina Merlin and Hari Matahari made it for me uh, at the beginning of the war. And it's talking about uh, how beautiful city of Sarajevo is. And I know how much that song meant to all people that they were under the siege in Sarajevo. So Swabovol Sveta is definitely that defined me but the uh, song that I recorded before that one Kisharushigad is one that is dearest to my heart
0: and that's the song that you performed as the other song in, in Jubiljana that is
1: correct that is correct <laughs>
0: In the US. Yes. What's your relation to your home country nowadays and why are you in the US?
1: To be honest with you I'm part-time in US uh, a little bit more time I'm spending in Bosnia. Obviously I mean, you know my family is here so I came to visit my daughter and I got stuck here because of coronavirus because transportation is not allowed but I was gonna be like I told you uh, previously uh, in Holland, and then from Holland I was gonna go to Bosnia. Basically, right now we are—I'm spending so much time in Bosnia, like I said, for my political consulting and activities uh, and activism. And also, we are making movie about our performance at the Eurovision Song Competition in 1993. Movie is called Sarajevo Calling. Screenplay for that movie was made by the called Johnny Allen. And uh, uh, it's going to be directed uh, by the gentleman with name Edward Watts. He is the one who made the documentary this year uh, called For Sama. And he was nominated for Academy Award this year. So we were going to start actively, I mean, you know, taping movie uh, early May. But since we have this difficult situation, we're going to prolong that. And probably we're going to start in September. So right now, basically what I'm doing, I'm, I'm in between Sarajevo and Louisville, Kentucky basically on two different continents. I mean, you know, doing my business part in Bosnia, my emotional part with daughter and family right here in in, the United States.
0: Can we expect this movie in next year
1: or? I think uh, our plan is basically, I mean, you know, for this movie to be screened at the Cannes Film Festival in the the France, so that would be May of 2021. But you know, when you make the plans, God is just laughing at you, I mean, so. That's basically what happened this year. So we hope, I mean, you know, we're going to be able to conclude this movie by the early spring of next year.
0: Do you have any relation to Eurovision Song Contest today?
1: Of course I do. I mean, you know, I, I just recently, be, be, uh, night before I came to the United States in early February, I spent amazing night at the party with Hari Matahari, who sang that song in Greece uh, called Leila. I had a coffee recently with Dina Merlin, I'm uh, very often, I mean, you know, during the social networks in a contact with many of them. I mean, you know, with the Dean uh, song in the disco uh, with Alma Charjic. Unfortunately, Davorin is not uh, among uh, us anymore. But but while he was alive, uh, I would have contact with Davor maybe once a week. Basically, I'm in, in contact with pretty much all of them.
0: Do you have any favorite songs
1: from the Eurovision history? Eurovision's history as a whole or or Bosnian song? Uh, Or both? Let's Bosnian song by Far, Hari Matahari. I liked also one song that was performed by Daniel. I believe it was 1983. He represented Yugoslavia back then and the song was called (laughs) Julie. I think it was an amazing song. And also Toto Kutunio in Zagreb, Croatia. I believe it was 1990. And the Spanish group Probably, that's my the most famous uh, Spanish group, Bandidos. 1992,
0: ladies uh, from Spain. Ah, so my, Moreno. There you go. That,
1: that yeah. was my uh, fav- favorite song of all time.
0: Thank you for this opportunity to speak with you. It was fantastic, Mohammed.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity. I mean, you know, and I'm really grateful for the opportunity. And I hope uh, many people will 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 hear our story. And I wish you nothing but the best in the future business endeavors.
0: And thanks to you, the listener. It's an amazing feeling to reach out to such a wonderful audience. Opinions, questions or suggestions are more than welcome. Use our social media accounts or email me at eml at slagervandena.se. Svarodost <laughs> svjeta, prema
1: Thank you so much. All the best. Thank you. Ostaje da bolu prigostim i nije me strah, stav si preti. Ja, hram da ja znam da ja znam da to vidi. Vapu sveta, jednoga su posmi.
0: Ostaje da bolu prigostim
1: i nije me straš. Stati si preći, ja znam da zatljevam. We yes,